When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Slash Film Daily for Tuesday, March 21st, 2023. On today's episode of the show, I'm going to talk about the latest film and TV news. My name is Ben Pearson. I'm an editor at SlashFilm.com, and I could not get anybody to join me for today's episode. Uh, Everyone is very, very busy working on a ton of stuff that's going to be going up on SlashFilm.com in the uh, hours and days ahead. So I encourage everyone, as always, to go to SlashFilm.com. Uh, just click around. See, there's probably some stuff that you'll enjoy over there. So uh, instead of just skipping today's episode, I wanted to run through three news stories that I thought were worth bringing to everyone's attention. First up involves uh, Daniels, the Oscar-winning directing duo and and writing duo behind Everything Everywhere All at Once. They are going to be directing, uh, or actually already did direct, one episode of Skeleton Crew, which is a new Star Wars TV show that John Watts is putting together for the folks at Disney and Lucasfilm. John Watts is the director of uh, the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies over at Sony, and he directed a small movie called Cop Car that got him on Marvel's radar that was very good. And uh, so Daniels are, are have been sort of recruited into the directing fold over there at, at uh, in the world of Star Wars. So it's important to mention, and I think Daniel Kwan mentioned this on Instagram, uh, this is not an instance of like, oh, these guys won an Oscar for their small indie movies and now they're getting sucked into the big Hollywood machine. No, that this actually happened. Uh, they got hired for this job before everything everywhere all at once are, even came out. And uh, so, you know, they, I think this happened last summer that they filmed this episode. So they they looked at it as a way to meet new people and learn new technology and um, just like, you know, expand their skill set, basically. Um, so just wanted to get the timeline clear there for people in case they're wondering about that. But uh, Skeleton Crew, which I think was uh, unveiled last year in May at Star Wars Celebration, uh, is a show that basically takes place around the same time as The Mandalorian, and it features a group of uh, kid heroes um, who are around age 10. And I guess it's like sort of a Stranger Things type of vibe where they, they go on this unexpected galactic journey um, after getting lost. And Jude Law is set to appear in the show, but we really don't know much more about the series beyond that. Um, I'm guessing that uh, that Lucasfilm wouldn't hire the Daniels if they didn't want uh, a, at least a little bit of that, that specific flavor that they bring as storytellers and, and um, visual uh, uh, people who create visual images. Um, but I'm also guessing because this is very much in a strict uh, sort of producer-driven environment that this is not going to be, you know, the Swiss Army man of Star Wars or anything like that in this one episode. I, I'm, I'm doubting that they're going to be able to go, you know, full Daniels, as it were. So, uh, yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm sort of curious to see what the show is like because this is one of those instances where they actually could be making a, a pure Star Wars show that does not touch on anything else in the timeline. So uh, I I wonder if Disney will actually have the, uh, and and Lucasfilm will actually have the balls to do something like that. I I would love to see it. Um, But yeah, so that, that skeleton crew, I'm not sure. I don't think it has a release date yet. 
Also in the world of Star Wars, Damon Lindelof and Justin Britt Gibson have left uh, the Star Wars movie that they were attached to write. Uh, I think they turned in a draft of their script in February, and then they they left the project a few days later. So um, Peter and Ryan were talking on yesterday's episode about uh, Ryan had a chance to sit down at South by Southwest with Damon Lindelof and asked him about the the Star Wars experience that he had making that um, writing that movie. And he had some interesting things to say there and reading in between the lines. And, and uh, yeah, I think the, the news has borne out uh, today that that uh, all was not well in the world of uh, Damon Lindelof and Star Wars. So it sounds like he, he walked away from that project after turning that draft in. Um, you know, the the world, the, the uh, internal world of of what's going on at, at Star Wars and Lucasfilm is a, a huge mystery. It's obviously incredibly tight knit over there. Um, this is just the latest in a long, long line of high profile people being brought on to help uh, generate new Star Wars, uh, Star Wars movies and and worlds and television realms and all sorts of things only for them to eventually end up walking away for one reason or another. So uh, I'm sure we'll probably find out more about this as the the uh, maybe days and years go on. Um, but uh, yeah, kind of a bummer. Um, we know that uh, the director of this project, who is uh, Charmaine Obeyed Chinoy, who directed a few episodes of Ms. Marvel, uh, one of the few uh, Marvel Studios Disney Plus shows that I've really enjoyed, uh, is still attached to direct this movie. Um, and I believe it's still set to start shooting in February of uh, next year and still on the release calendar for December 19th, 2025. So um, I think that's going to be the next Star Wars movie uh, up unless Taika Waititi, uh, his movie ends up somehow uh, leapfrogging over it or, or going first. And, and I'm guessing we'll hear a lot more about that at a Star Wars celebration, um, you know, what the, the full plan is uh, for the, the uh, Star Wars Disney Lucasfilm uh, plan there. So anyway, Damon Lindelof and Justin Britt Gibson, no longer involved with that Star Wars movie. Bit of a bummer there. Um, all right, let's take a very, very quick break, and then we'll be right back. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, the last piece of news that I wanted to mention is, uh, I mentioned uh, Marvel Studios and, and Ms. Marvel. Um, Marvel executive Victoria Alonso has stepped down at Marvel Studios. This is a big deal. She has been with the company since, I think, 2006, uh, has been certainly a one of the mainstay uh, producers and sort of guiding creative voices, like a key, key part of Kevin Feige's brain trust over there. It's it's as far as I know, and as far as been has been reported, it's been sort of a, a three-headed uh, attack kind of situation over at Marvel for a long, long time. So it's Kevin Feige at the top, and then his left and right hand were uh, Victoria Alonso and Luis D'Esposito, um, who have been, yeah, like I said, creative executives at the studio for a long time, like since the Iron Man days and, and even before in Alonso's case. So the fact that she just basically walked away from Marvel with like no pomp and circumstance, no announcement like nobody seemed to know that this was coming uh she left on friday and the studio has not uh announced a replacement yet for her so that that makes me seem makes me think that this was like a pretty sudden thing that seems like a pretty big deal because she was promoted just two years ago to the position of president of physical and post-production visual effects and animation production so she had a, a lot of stuff under her sort of purview at marvel uh, including the studios like ramping up into animation. And then um, there's been a lot of talk about the visual effects and and the um, sort of poor working conditions that uh, Marvel puts their vendors under, like the, the sort of um, crazy deadlines. And, um, you know, there have been seven, this is like a years long issue. Uh, this is not a, a very recent thing, but um, I think Alonzo's uh, legacy at Marvel has a little bit uh is is a little bit um complicated because of that like she uh, aaron brady wrote an article for us at slash home talking about what what her exit means for kevin feige in the mcu and she goes into a little bit of detail here so i encourage people to like read that article to get those details but uh she uh, lonzo evidently oversaw like the the visual effects stuff for a long time and obviously like there's been some some uh, trouble in vfx world over at that marvel so um i'm not sure if it's necessarily fair to like point the finger at her and say like, you know, the buck stopped with her and she was the one who's making these decisions to, um, you know, essentially force these, these uh, VFX vendors into uh, working super long hours and being away from their families and all of that kind of stuff. Because a lot of it comes down to like directors changing their minds at the last minute about what they want the look of something to be. Um, so it's not necessarily all Victoria Alonso's fault. I don't, I don't want to imply that at all. But this is not a clean-cut legacy, I think is, it's probably fair to say. Uh, the other thing that I found personally very interesting about this is that there's been this narrative out there for a while that like, oh, Kevin Feige has his eye on uh, Star Wars and, and Lucasfilm. And like, maybe he will want to take over from Kathleen Kennedy when she retires or something. Maybe he'll step into the, the sort of head honcho seat over at Lucasfilm and he'll want to uh, run the the world of Star Wars because Star Wars meant so much to him uh, growing up. And he's talked a lot about his love for that franchise. And he was actually working on a Star Wars movie for a long time. Uh, and, um, you know, I, I think 
if, if you bought into that narrative, which there, to be clear, I don't think was ever actually like, you know, explicitly stated by Feige or, uh, you know, reported as being, you know, concrete at all. I think it was just pure speculation from industry observers, basically. Um, but if you if you bought into that narrative, the idea that Victoria Alonso would just leave Marvel now uh, is is um, makes that narrative seem way shakier than it even was before, you know, before this news, because Feige, if he was going to leave Marvel, would want to leave it in the hands of, you know, capable people who uh, he had been working with for a long, long time and who knew that the stuff almost just as good as as he does. And that would be Victoria Alonso. Like she could be she could have been the, the person that he was like, you know, prepping to take over if, if that narrative uh, was was true at all, which, I, again, I don't think it was. Um, but now that that. Uh, she's out at Marvel, and now that um, word recently came out that Kevin Feige's Star Wars movie is no longer in development, I think you know maybe reading between the lines there, it doesn't seem like he's going to be you know walking away from Marvel Studios and, and heading over into uh, Kathleen Kennedy's office and trying to take her job or anything like that anytime soon. So um, I have no idea what what Kathleen Kennedy's what the future of of her involvement at, at Lucasfilm is. She's been. Uh, there for as, as long as Disney bought Lucasfilm back in 2012. I don't think there's been any talk of her like not renewing her contract or anything like that. So again, maybe some of this stuff will come out at that Star Wars celebration if they have any like big announcements to make about what the future of uh, Star Wars looks like and who's going to be running the show or whatever. But as far as I know, let's just continue operating with the assumption that Kathleen Kennedy is going to uh, stay in charge at Lucasfilm for the foreseeable future. Uh, and Kevin Feige is going to be, you know, uh, doing his thing over at Marvel. So he just will be doing that thing uh, without the the help of Victoria Alonso, which, um, yeah, again, kind of bummer, kind of a bummer. And I'm very curious to know if there's any like uh, specific reason that she'll give in, an, in an, uh, an interview or anything, or if she like has her eye on another position somewhere else, if she just like feels like, you know, that this current era of Marvel is not like phase five or whatever is not something that she wants to be a part of. I, I really wonder what her uh, mindset is there. Um, it's hard to fault somebody who was a part of one of the greatest runs of uh, successful movie history, you know, like the, the um, Iron Man to Avengers Endgame arc of Marvel's career is like uh, unmatched and just this incredible uh, piece of Hollywood history. Um, the idea that she would stick around for phase four is, is fascinating because it's not like she went out on top. I think a lot of people think that that phase four is uh, certainly a step down from what Marvel had done in, in its previous era, um, or at least the, the highs of Avengers Endgame and, and Infinity War. So uh, yeah, just curious to see and, and learn more about uh, circumstances surrounding Victoria Alonso's exit from Marvel, but um, wanted to put that on everybody's radar. So that's all I have for you guys today. I encourage everyone, like I said, to go to slashfilm.com, check out what we've got brewing for you over there. Slashfilm Daily is published every weekday. Oh, actually, let me interrupt myself real quick. I just mentioned that I'm going out of town for the next few days, like Thursday to Tuesday-ish. So uh, if the podcast um, uh, is a little sketchy in between there, if we miss a couple days or something like that, uh, I apologize in advance. I just want to let you guys know what's going on. So uh, I believe we're still planning to have Mandalorian episodes tomorrow and then the following Wednesday as well. Peter will be here to, uh, to sort of run the ship on that. So uh, yeah, 
You can find more about a lot of the stuff that I mentioned on today's show at SlashFilm.com and linked inside the show notes for this episode. SlashFilm Daily is published every weekday, bringing the most exciting news from the world of movies and TV, as well as deeper dives into the great features you can find on the site. You can subscribe to the show on Apple, Google, Overcast, Spotify, all the popular podcast apps. Please subscribe to our newsletter, send your feedback, questions, comments, concerns, and mailbag topics to us at Peter at SlashFilm.com. Make sure to leave your name and general geographic location in case we mention your email on the air. Don't forget to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends, spread the word. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.